Hey, Stats Pack. Welcome back to the podcast. We got some news out of uh, NBA, NFL, 49ers, Celtics, Tyron Rudley versus Jake Paul. Let's start off with the uh, Tyron Rudley-Jake Paul boxing match. Former USC welterweight champion Tyron Woodley scheduled to face YouTube personality turned boxer Jake Paul on Sunday in a professional bout. When the title was first signed, Woodley was worried that Paul would pull out the bout. Uh, now it's fight week. Woodley believes it's too late for Paul to withdraw. Um, hmm, interesting. He says it's too late. Uh, he's going to be the biggest B in the history of female dogs if he backs out of this fight right now. This match takes place Sunday at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse in Cleveland, Ohio, days away from the fight. Woodley's concern has shifted to any last-minute developments that could prevent him from happening. If he tries to pull the COVID-19, I'm coming to his hotel. I'm sticking the Q-tip in his nose. I'm going to do it for seven tests. I want to see some x-rays. Honestly, the doctor produced the thing to me personally. Um, I don't think he's pulling out, Tyron. I think he's. I think he wants to throw it down. Okay. NCAA, this is a cool story. NCAA approves J.R. Smith to play college golf for North Carolina A&T. Former NBA sharpshooter J.R. Smith is officially set to become a college golfer. The NCAA cleared the veteran of 16 years to play golf for North Carolina A&T University at HBCU. On Tuesday, a review of his amateur status according to the undefeated. It's probably one of the most exciting feels I've had in a while, but I really don't know how it was going to go. But being able to actually call myself a student athlete is a great feeling. So Smith actually enrolled to pursue a degree uh, in liberal studies, and he's been on classes. But now he'll be able to play college sports for the first time in his life. He had been committed to play college basketball for North Carolina on a roll Roy Williams 17 years ago, but opted to go to the NBA directly. He was selected 17, 18th by the uh, the Hornets and in the 2004 draft, and he had a long career, a long successful career. He's, uh, I believe he won, oh man, a couple championships. A Smith's roundabout journey to college ranks earned him a hearty congratulation from Le- LeBron James, his teammate on the Cleveland Cavaliers and Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. That's really cool. Um, I'll be. He did have some success playing golf. More. More than anything, he enjoys himself as a student athlete. Uh, this article here, I actually t- like. I think it's one of my like first like posts on Instagram or something like that, where I told I was saying that like this guy shouldn't be holding out this long. He should have taken this and that contract. He held out. He lost a lot of money, and that person is Nerlin Knowles. Nerlin Knowles sues Rich Paul for fifty-eight million dollars in lost wages. Nerlin Knowles is suing agent Rich Paul and Paul Clutch Sporks over what he says was poor representation from Paul that cost him money. Knowles filed a lawsuit in Dallas, Texas on Tuesday. The suit named both Paul and Clutch Sporks as defendants. Knowles seeking $58 million after claiming he had received poor advice from Paul. Uh, yeah, good luck winning that one. Noel 27, represented by agent Happy Walters, coming out of Kentucky in 2013. The big man says he was uh, seated next to Paul during Ben Simmons' birthday party in July 17 when Paul began to recruit him. According to Noel, Paul told the center he was a $100 million man and that he could get a max contract. As a result, Noel took Paul's advice to stop negotiations on a four-year, $70 million contract with the Mavericks in 2017. Noel then dumped Walters and signed with Paul. Noel also signed a $4.1 million qualifying offer with the intent of signing a max contract in free agency. Uh, yeah, that contract never came. Noel suffered a thumb injury during the 2017-18 season, forcing him to miss 42 games. He alleged Paul began to lose interest in him and a client during that time. 
Noah eventually signed a two-year, $3.75 million deal with the Thunder ahead of the 2018-19 season. He alleged the deal arose through recruitment from Russell Westbrook and Paul George, not through Clutch Sports. Noah declined his player option for the first year and then signed with the Thunder for the minimum following the season, and he did not receive any offers. Yep, that was his big contract. I was like, what in the heck are you doing, dude? Sign it. Uh, Noah signed a $1.5 million deal with the Knicks before last season. He then fired Rich Paul and Clutch Sports. Noel alleges that he learned from others that Paul had a reputation for only focusing on marquee clients and not the lesser-known ones. Noel had signed a three-year, $27.7 million deal with the Knicks under representation of George Landberg. Noel is suing Paul and Clutch on the grounds of breach of fiduciary duty, breach of contract negligence, and breach of good faith by interfering with previous agents' relationship and convincing him to sign with them, only not to deliver. He wants $58 million of being convinced to turn down the $70 million contract. We'll see if, if anything happens. I really doubt it. Um, Lamar Jackson responds to the report that the NFL defenses have figured him out. Come off a somewhat disappointing season uh, last year, Lamar Jackson. Uh, some within the NFL believe opposing defensive start to figure out the Baltimore Ravens quarterback, however, Jackson begs to offer. On Friday's edition of Get Up on ESPN, NFL insider Jeremy Fowler revealed that some of his sources of the league said that the 2021 season will be the one in which the defense has finally shut him down completely. After an inconsistent 2020, there may be some pressure in Jackson performed this year. A lot of people around the league that I've talked to are uh, talking a little slick, Fowler said. They say that this might be the year everybody figures out Lamar. There's sort of a feeling right now. He could definitely prove that wrong, but there's a little pressure on him right now. I mean, that's the whole thing with, like, scrambling quarterbacks. Once they get your tendency down, like, where are you going to – where are you? Which direction you're going to, you know, rush out of the pocket if you get pressured, say, on the right side uh, from a D-end or outside linebacker or how you react to a safety blitz. Which direction are you going to go if everybody's covered? What are you going to do? So this is Lamar's chance to prove that he could get rid of the ball to open quarterbacks or open receivers and see how creative he could be. Last year, yeah, he wasn't as successful as he was at the previous year. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, he's an extreme talent. Um, you know, that's we'll see where it goes from there. I'm pretty sure he'll figure it out. Anybody would like die to have Lamar Jackson as their quarterback. He's a great quarterback. Uh, 49ers preseason report. Talano Hufanga has put himself in a position to start. Uh, he, he's not the only defensive back that's impressed either. So we're all focused on Trey Lance, and for good reason, obviously, he was a top pick. The 49ers and a couple of the rookies deserve plenty of praise in their preseason performance. Um, see, Aaron Banks and Trace are both mid-Sunday game against the Chargers with injuries. Um, quarterback Omri Thomas. Uh, Thomas is, still has a dear... Had like look at time. First, Thomas gave up a 39 reception where he was a good initial position. He looked back for a pass too early, which took him out of phase. Offensive lineman Jalen Moore has seen extensive action this preseason. He's logged over 100 snaps. It would be crazy with uh, with uh, Talano Hufanga if he actually like does start. So after the last preseason game, I was a little leery and rushing and crowning Hufanga as he had made a few sticks. However, you can see he's becoming more and more comfortable just getting better before he plays. Shanahan was asked if Hufanga was giving himself a part opportunity to start the season. That's what he said. Yes, I think Hufanga, with the way he's been playing these last two weeks, as a way uh, as he's been in practice, I think it's definitely given him the opportunity. Obviously, Jakizi has been out physically on perform list, and Tavon Wilson has a great role camp, too, so we'll see who how that finishes off. Hufanga is a walking one-liner as he defies defines playing with your hair on fire. The rookie out of USC plays with a hesitation, which uh, is how he ended up 
unblocked in the Chargers' backfield. So he played 64 snaps with 40 in coverage. That's where he's been at his best. Hufanga consistently takes away uh, throwing windows, which is why you saw the Chargers quarterback often double clutching. At times it seemed, though, as Hufanga knew which routes were coming. However, he's at his best when playing the intermediate part of the field of dropping routes. Hufanga's play speed isn't an issue here, but he's a step ahead with his recognition. And that's a whole thing when you're looking at drafts is, is people, they always look at their numbers. Like what's their, what's their acceleration, uh, what's their cone drill, their strength, all that, all those raw numbers, but it gets hard to measure actual, how they actually, uh, they're on the field play uh, recognition. Um, I don't have any negatives for Hufanga after a second season game. He's exciting, plays with energy, knows the assignment, executes. Even Hufanga played in the box as a quasi-linebacker. You could tell he belonged. Okay, going to finish off here with some South news. Just going to touch on that Robert Williams signing and also Josh uh, Richardson contract extension. The South took the sign center, Robert Williams, the third, and jo- uh, guard Josh Richardson to contract extension. extensions. The latest in a flurry of moves by Boston as it tries to shore up its roster before training camp. Uh, Rob's worked hard to turn himself into a very impactful player, and his talent and selfless play give him an even higher upside going forward. Celtics president of operations Brad Stevens said on Tuesday, Rob embraced being a Celtic from day one. He's a great teammate and completely committed to being here. We're excited he will continue to do here in Boston. ESPN reported that his deal is worth about $54 million in four years. A first-round selection in 2018, he appeared uh, in a career-high 52 games with 13 starts last season, averaging career-high point, uh, eight points. Seven rebounds, about two assists per game, and one steal per game, and about two blocks in about 18 minutes. Give him some starting time. I think he could actually have a lot more impact. Uh, the 23-year-old Williams gives Boston stability in the middle and a coveted rim defender, which he flourished in his third season. Acquiring a trade with Dallas last month, the 27-year-old Richardson saw his enough offensive numbers dipped while the Mavericks, he's just two seasons removed from averaging a career-high 16.6 in Miami. We feel fortunate to extend Josh. He's a talented offensive player with a versatile defender and plays with an edge and toughness that Boston's fans will love. The deal for Williams and Richardson comes days after announced contract extension for Marcus Smart, which is a part of four years, $77 million. The deal also, uh, the team also signed point guard Dennis Schroeder earlier this month to a $5.9 million deal. The hope is that all four players, along with the turn of big man Elf Horford, can't help fortify the roster behind stars Jason Tatum and Dylan Bell. Well, there's one way to find out, and that is on the court. All right, everybody, thanks for listening to the Stats Beast podcast. Take care. Appreciate everybody. And uh, have a good day, everybody. Bye.